Yeah, what's going on? This is Fame from Rance, my moment Fame. And I'm King Rance. Yeah, we started this platform to give people in the city the opportunity to shine. Give y'all our perspective on any and everything in the culture. Just a couple guys sitting back, kicking it, and talking about whatever. What's up, y'all? This Dread Artist with Fame from Boy, where you running ladies? Fame and brass. I'm your boy George Gabbano, 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 Free Time. We rocking with Fame for Ransom. Hi everyone, it's Brendel Jones, and I'm here with Fame for Ransom. It's Joe God. And it's FG Will. And we live with Fame for Ransom. You know the vibes, man. We out here at Fame for Ransom. Today, we have a special guest. George Gabbano. King Jerome. What's up? Yeah, bro. So, uh, what you got going on out here, man? I see you moving and shaking, dropping video at the video, man. What's good? I got a lot of shit going on. I got, I got three videos that just dropped. Hating on the sauce featuring Reggie Street, Lil Tay. I just dropped a song called On Go. And uh, three times, and I dropped a, uh, another intro off my mixtape called Waiting. Got performances coming up. I got a lot of shit coming up. We gonna get in there. All right, true, yeah. definitely, definitely appreciate, man. I, I appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah. Both of y'all, man. Yeah, I right. appreciate y'all coming through, yeah, man. Absolutely, boss. So I want to know, like, say somebody never heard of Gigi. How would you describe yourself to them? How would you? Who was Gigi? Uh, well, Gigi George Gabbano. He just a person that delivers sauce. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right. like. If I can sum it all up, I, I just deliver sauce. You feel me? Whether whether it's though I'm putting, you know what I'm saying? My, it's just like my voice is so distinct. Where's though? Like, yo, who is that? You know what I'm saying? I mm. never heard. He don't sound like it from Baltimore. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, shit, George Gambino is just a lot of sauce. You feel me? I don't care what, what lane I'm in. If I'm talking about some trap shit or some female shit, it's just sauce. I'm talking about some females. I'm gonna toss. I'm gonna talk about it in some sauce, like some sauce type of ways. So, how long you been rapping? I've been rapping for since like 2005, for real. Since that game "Get Rich or Die Trying" came out, I've been rapping since then. All <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Um, I for I forgot I forgot what song it was, but uh, I, I did like a little cover, like a like little freestyle tour. You feel me? So I started rapping since then. My older brother, he locked up right now. His name Money Me. He taught me the game. So I've been rapping since like 2005. But I only been getting better and finding who I am since 2016. Throughout that whole process from 05 to, to 2016, it was like a, a growing process, trials and tribulations. Yeah, trials and tribulations. Like trials and tribulations and figure out who I really am and like originality. I used to go by the name of BHP and Millie, Millie Mill and uh, Young Mills. You feel me? If, like if you YouTube that shit, that shit's still up there. But that wasn't me. It didn't fit who I was. But I found who I was in 2016, which is George Gambino. And George Gambino just come from my middle name and half Italian. You feel me? So the background of Gambino, that's where that come from. For real. What is like being half Italian? I I would. I want to go to Italy and, you know, you know, like get more into the culture, and, you know, find out, you know, where my heritage is from and shit like that. You feel me? But right now it's just regular. It's just regular. It ain't nothing. It's regular. Like, I feel like you're more the new age type of rap. Like you're giving, delivering 
the the type of shit that we want to hear right now. Like, where mm-hmm. where would you like um, say you got your inspiration from? I just recently figured out, like before, like when I became George Gambino, it really made me like just like feel like you know who my inspirations is. Like far as like Rock and Lucci, Sauce Walker, um, James Brown, Mystical. I just recently found out that I sound like Mystical and James Brown, so I'm just like. <laughs> When I listen to that music, I hear a lot of soul in my music on the way, on, my, on the way I deliver my shit. You feel me? So that's about it. Phil. Can one of y'all like explain like how this relationship come about? Like I know you're his manager. You know, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Where yeah. how that start? First and foremost, my name is King Jerome. I'm from the West City of Baltimore, I'm from the trenches, as we label it and call it. Um, when I met George, um, you can tell him about the bounce and shit. He was young. He was um, he was a bouncer. Um, he used to shoot a lot of guns. Um, he used to tackle, put a lot of people on their neck. Um, coming out of the club one night, and he was actually doing an event that I was like basically had full control of capacity of. And I basically looked at him. I was like, "Yo, I feel like I'm supposed to be in your life for some reason." It's weird how things like that come forth. So I met him that particular night and we exchanged numbers. And then we met again at my brother Be Easy. Um, shout out to Be Easy Clothing. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He has a clothing line in the city of Baltimore. Um, and he had Gigi there at his show. And we met again. So it was kind of like a fake type of thing. You know what I mean? So then we met again. We talking. We politicking. He telling me about his music and stuff like that. So then, um, from fast then on, fast forward twenty sixteen. Yeah, fast forward twenty sixteen. What was that? Like, this was like 20, 2011, 2012. Yeah, yeah, that yeah time. this has been a, a a family business relationship for about ten years, a decade now. Um, but fast forward to twenty sixteen, he called me and approached me as one of my family members um, was locked up, and he came to me at a time where I kind of was just like dealing with a lot. And I was kind of just going to put, like, business and entrepreneurship and managing, like, to a pause. He came to me at, like, a core time for me and was like, hey, bro, I need you to manage me. I need you to listen to these tracks and tell me what you think. So when I got to him, when I heard the music, I was like, yo, you Hollywood. Like, you're bigger than Baltimore. No shade to our city where we come from because we love our city. And it's provided the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Basically, so... Um, he played Good Drink. That's that's the name of the song that he played for me. When he played Good Drink, my earlobes was on fire because I was like, yo, you're a, you're a hit artist. Like, you're not mediocre. Like, you're just not somebody out the trash can and then we could just hide in the trunk and say, this is some okay music. Like, yo, you're a hit star. Like, you're supposed to be Hollywood. That was my initial response to it. So then as we're we're talking, and he said, well, do you think that you would want to manage me full-time? And I was, like, in a, in a messed-up place. Because, like I said, I had a lot going on, like, in my personal life. So I was just like, all right, GG, I'm going to get back to you. Man, within 24 hours, it was like, bro, I'm your manager. It's not even, we're not even going to question nothing. Let's get this ball on the run. Like, let's shoot this free throw. Like, because I know you got what it takes to be a million dollar artist. Like, I know it. 
And from then on, we've been tied to the hip. And uh, as from from 2016 to now, which is 2019, right, fellas? Um, man, he's evolved tremendously. When I say I've never worked with someone from the city of Baltimore, from the hood, that is business professional, that is ready, that is willing to stay up wee hours in a night to get videos, studio time, photo shoots done. Because everybody, I'm, I'm going to tell you, like in the city of Baltimore, any state, you're going to find artists, but are they dedicated? Maybe. Are they motivated? Maybe. He was all above. It was check, 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 check. So I could provide a thousand of my my of a thousand percent of my business ethics into him because he was willing to to to, to hold that umbrella, whether it was raining or it was sun, he was willing to hold that umbrella up until we get to where we need to get to to build this platform right. where we at today. Right. Right. He speaks so highly of you, so I wanna know like what made you reach out to him like, bro, can you manage? Because he had a business mind expert. And then before all that, you feel me? Like, he was just he was just dead. Like, that's somebody I looked up to. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather have somebody on my team that I have a relationship with. And we already had a real relationship together. Right. You feel me? So I wanted somebody that was going to look out for me. You feel me? Had a right business mindset for me. For me to take off and to get to where I'm at now. Sky's the limit because I'm just saying, but you feel like you're in an okay place right now? Right, right now I'm in a great place. Like, it's a wonderful time to be, it's a wonderful time to be me. You feel me? Like, what I got going on right now, especially with my bro by my side, my manager by my side, I'm unstoppable right now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, the only way up is to the top. So, I'm, I'm in a great space right now. It's not just okay. It's, it's great. You feel me? Like, through trials and tribulations and shit that I had to get off my back, demons I had to fight off and certain situations I had to get through, I'm in a great space right now. Do you feel like uh, majority, uh, majority of your trials and tribulations come from the turmoil that just Baltimore period? I mean, yeah, because I ain't been a lot of places for real. So, I mean, a lot of shit stems from where I'm from. So, so that's, that's just what it is. Does that also influence your music? Yeah, of course. Of course. If I mean, if if it ain't nothing I ain't been through, I ain't going to talk about it. Right. You feel me? So a lot of my shit come from where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you talk about the sauce. You got the sauce. You feel like it's a difference between, you know, a West Side uh, person and an East Side <laughs> person, like different, like I a talk, swag? I, I talk different. Like, when I... When, like when people see me and shit like that, like don't matter where I'm at, people don't sound like like I got the lingo because I'm from here, but a lot of people don't know I'm from Baltimore. You feel what I'm saying? Like I always get the, where you from? I'm from Baltimore. What's up? Park Heights, Westside. You feel me? So a lot of people don't know that, and a lot of people don't know that because the way I present myself, I'm very different. You feel me? I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to talk like everybody else. You know, feel me? I, I walk different. I talk different. You feel me? So that's the way I carry myself. That's that's definitely a, 
uh, attribute that definitely will take you to the next level. You know what exactly. I mean? Separating yourself from the norm. You know what I mean? But also staying relevant within the city to be exactly. able to put out, you know, the different products that you're putting out and also touch other people outside the city. That's what makes mm. you be bigger than what I would say now. is, is that I make the city uncomfortable because I'm not, I'm not something that they used to. They used to dragging music. You feel me? Like, if anything, like, it was one time I had a show at the Culture Wall Center. I had somebody from Cali to come all the way down and watch me perform. Mm. And they was like, yo, you were blowing Cali. And it was a female, you feel me? And I really respected that. She came all the way up. The f- she flew out to Baltimore to come see me perform. You feel me? She was like one of my biggest fans Super on, dope. on Instagram, you feel me? So with that being said, I make the city uncomfortable because it's just like, if I go somewhere else, I'll blow. You feel me? I'm blowing in Atlanta, Houston, like down south, like major because it sounds like I'm from down south when you listen to my music. You feel me? I don't sound like I'm from Baltimore. So that's why I say I got the sauce for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So what would you say your greatest motivation to like keep going and keep making music and, and go, trying to reach the top? My mother, who passed away in 2012. And I got a brother that's in jail right now, and he taught me the game. And that's my half-brother, you feel what I'm saying? His mother died, but she raised me, you feel me? So that's my motivation for for us to make it, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I honestly, like, I was never supposed to be a rapper. I was supposed to be in the NFL. I never went to college, but I always played sports. I was always in the sports, you feel me? But I'm making my brother, like, realize, I'm, I'm making him, like, like, see the dream come to come true through me, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I'm keeping that as a motivation right there and I'll do it for my family. You feel me? So, yeah, that's what it's all about. I guess that, uh, having that type of mentality, it definitely keep you going, like, exactly. no days off, mm-hmm. and all yeah. that type of stuff. And there's definitely no days off now because I just had a little daughter, so it's definitely no days off. So whatever I can do to provide for my family, I'm going to do it. So how is it managing, like, you know, having a, a newborn or, like I mean, it's tough because I got to tend to my daughter more, make sure my girl's straight, make sure my daughter's straight, shit like that. So it's like, you know, when I get a window or a little break from that, I got time to write my music and work on my music, do my videos, do some studio time, shit like that. You know, a few of your songs, you definitely be talking reckless. How you feel like that type of uh, influence on your on your lady and like far as like, you said you have a daughter, far as how does that affect well, no, be, music. Before my daughter got here, I was always, I was always like, you know, I wouldn't say talking reckless. It's just like shit that I've been through. Like if I feel like somebody gonna try me, I'ma handle it. You feel me? Like if it's, I always talk about factual shit. Like if you try me, I'ma deal with you. Period. You feel me? So that's where the reckless shit, you know, come from. You feel me? I, if I, it's just like I just handle shit accordingly. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like. I'm saying, I just, I want to say it's just reckless. It's just like shit that I've been through and a lot of people can relate to. You feel me? Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people been through a lot of reckless shit and people trying them and shit like that. But, you know, that's just what it is. I talk about it. And then if you want to try that, then we want to handle that shit accordingly. So it's basically like just telling your story. It's telling my story in a sauce way, like. If you if you want to do this, this the route I'm gonna take. You feel me? I always say if you try me, this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> you feel me? So I got a strong team behind me. So facts. That's what it is. That's what it is. What do you think you'll be doing if you wasn't rapping? If I wasn't rapping, I'd be doing like what I learned 
like growing up, like what people lack is that people don't have skill. Right. I dip my hands in a lot of stuff, so if I wasn't doing music, I'd definitely be like owning my own shit for real. So I don't care what it is, I can do it. Would your shit have a lot of sauce on it though? I know you oh, see yeah, a lot of sauce. Whatever yeah. you do, you know what I mean? That's construction work yeah. out here. Yeah, I'll be the most sauce construction worker right. you've ever seen. Or whatever. I don't care what it is, it's going to be sauce right. on it. Anything right. I do is going to be sauce on it. I want to know how you sauce the bouncer though, like as a bouncer. I can speak on that. Oh, man. So, look, he didn't even look like a bouncer. He looked like a GQ model from out of magazine. Bro. That's what the females, that's what the females were saying to me. They was like, I'm hosting an event, right? I'm throwing a whole event. So, they kept saying to me, they was like, Jerome, who's the, who's the, excuse my language, who's the nigga at the door? So, I'm like, who's the nigga at the door? I'm just, you know, I know who he is, but I'm just like, um, I'm like, that's Gigi. Like, so they like, oh, well, why he not modeling? Like, why he not in a GQ magazine or something like that? So then, the, you know, me as a businessman, I'm getting to thinking like, shit, you know what? He need to be in a magazine. He need to be in a video or something. So, like, I approached him about it, and it was so funny. He did music. So then I had to wean him into modeling. So then I would start booking him for photo shoots. Um at um, Rashida Evans, and um, it was just different, big, different modeling agency companies that needed a guy that they felt like they could bring sauce and could just be a good look. So I would just book him for shit, and he would just be like, "All right, I'll try it out." And I mean, he would kill it. Everything that I would book him for, he would, he would kill it. He would give them the mirror era, the mirror image of what they were actually looking for. For their product, for their campaign, he was a great face. I even put him in a fashion show. He was a, <laughs> he was a pharaoh. So it's all these women with these nice bodies coming out there with lingerie. He's a pharaoh on the stage, swollen, stocky. You feel me? Like yeah, all these women, they need to lift him up. They wanted them to lift him up and all that. So like he um he was very versatile. That was the great thing that I liked about working with him. Like yo, he was versatile. He was able to hit different tasks you, that I was let me say this. looking for. You can't put yourself, like, when you've been an artist and shit like so, that, you can't you can't put yourself in a box. You can't just say, right. I'm an artist. Like, right. what else do you do? Right. You gotta right. have different talents, different skills. You gotta have all that. You exactly. Know? Don't ever put yourself in a box where you just content with one thing. Right. right. I'm not that just... Point, you, you limiting a bag. Like, you yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 if, if, if it's involving a bag, and it's something I approve of. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had people like, you know, they would say, hey, can he just be in it and just be eye candy for 250 Like, this is giving you just a market price. Like, hey, can he just be in the show for two hours for 250 Sure, I'll book him because he's generating the bag. Right. And it's... But that can open up. It did. It, it did. It opened it up did. many other it doors. Did. I mean, I had Ithaca hit me about him. I had Calvin Klein. I had different people who hit me up about this artist who was a rapper, but wanted his face, wanted his look as a brand. He was brandable. So you think I was going to turn that down? No. No, we ain't going to turn it down. Do you see yourself doing something other like, um, other something other than rap, like in the future? Is that shit like your goal? Like I said before, like I got skills. You feel me? Like, I don't care. Like I said, what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to be, I'm going to be successful in it. So, um, I don't have like something that my mind is stuck on. Like being an artist, that's a perk. 
You feel what I'm saying? That's a skill. This is one of my talents. But anything I do, I'm going to succeed in. So I don't care what I'm doing. I can open up a, a nail hair salon. I don't care what I do. I'm going right. to succeed at it. You feel me? I don't, I don't care. What what artists have you worked with um, as far as like in the city, outside the city? There's a lot of artists that I work with in the city from Trolls, the GMD crew, Tommy Montana, Young Moose, uh, Reggie Street, Lil Tiso, Swag. It's a, it's a lot of people that I, that I got music with for real. So I work with a lot of people in the city. Very versatile. R&B joint with... Uh, my man Mason, um, Mason Chase. Yeah, yeah Mason he, Chase. Yeah, Mason Chase. He from uh, Chicago or Detroit. He from one of them, but he's a dope artist. He was signed to the label and everything. LMG Luxury Music Group. So, what was it like uh, making the video that y'all just dropped with uh, Lil Tay and uh, Reggie Street? Oh, it was it, it was nothing but sauce, man. This song is called "Hating on the Sauce," aka Hots. It was just it was just a sauce situation. You found me. We linked up and. We created this sauce. You feel me? So yeah. It definitely looked like y'all was having a good time. Like energy was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. definitely, definitely. I, what I appreciate about uh, you know, videos from people from Baltimore other than showing like hood shit, y'all show a different light on a city that uh normal people don't see. You know, some people they only leave their hood for, for for the rest of their life, you know what I mean? Mm. But then when you see your video, it look like you're not even in Baltimore the whole time. You downtown for downtown. real, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, it just it just looked dope, and I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. I can't just be, you know, being from Park Heights. I just can't shoot a lot of videos in Park Heights. I got to expand, you feel me? I got to mm. give you a different visual every time. But, I mean, whether it's some hood shit, if I'm talking about the females, whatever I'm doing, I got to put that shit in a different aspect. I got to give you a different vision of everything I'm doing. You feel what I'm saying? So, that's what it is. So, what's your thoughts on, like, you know, they say, like, rappers, like, stand back in their hood or, like, leaving the hood and not going back, you know, because a lot of, you know, rappers get killed in their own city. So, like, what's your mm-hmm. thoughts on, like, going back to the hood or whatever you do? I mean, to each his own. You feel me? Like, if you want to pop up in the hood, what I do, I pop up in the hood. I let niggas know what's going on before I come through the city. Like, bro, we we gonna do this, we gonna do that. But you gotta you gotta have a you gotta have a closed circle. You feel me? Like, if you don't have a closed circle, that's that's why I feel like you know upcoming artists and rappers. That's where they like you don't owe the hood nothing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you you supposed to want to better yourself. You want to better the people around you. If you can't better the people around you, get with a, get with the people that can either better you or you better them. You feel right. me? So that's the way I see things. Yeah, I spoke uh, earlier about you know how you know the different visuals and all that, as far as um you know your videos and all. You think you can elaborate more on like uh, the different set locations? I have a vision most of the time when we um, shoot videos or we do videos. I come up with a concept. I like early on, um, and he'll let me know what he want to do and what he doesn't want to do, and I stick to that agenda um, because I care about what his thoughts and his visions and his feelings is on everything. So what I would do is I'll start thinking of places, and once I start thinking of places, I start getting visions of how it should look, how he should be dressed, how they should be placed, how they should be standing, how... Just the whole layout is supposed to be. And once I have that in my memory bank, because most of the time we go over stuff before we 
physically do it. Right. We'll write it down. Right. Me and That's him. That's to do it. But you got to find out. Exactly. Exactly. I come and, up with the idea and he just put it together. Yeah, basically. And I just run with it. And then it's just like this beautiful layout. Then you see the video and then you just like, like everything what you said, like, damn, you make Baltimore look good. So that makes me and him feel good because that's expanding our vision, our horizon of what the layout is supposed to actually be. You know, we don't just want to give you hood shit. You know, we want to actually give you a foundation of greatness and a platform for not only him as a major artist, but other artists that are striving to pave the way just as well as him. So um, it's all about critiquing. It's all about doing it the right way. It's all about punctuality. If you have punctuality, you're going to be on time for a shoot. You're going to have wardrobe check. You're going to have mic check. You're going to have um, everyone in check that's supposed to be a part of it. You're going to have um, models, you're going to have um, props. Props may be just different things that you want in the video to make the video shine light. And I feel like with, with George Gambino, I feel like he's a prop, period. Like, he's just going to bring life to whatever, whatever it is we're like shooting. It. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like he's just that it factor. Bring light in the sauce. Right. Yeah, and the sauce. The extra sauce. Can't forget the sauce. Well, let me tell you where the sauce comes from. The sauce really comes from another inspiration of mine. His name is Sauce Walker. He's from out of Houston, Texas. And he had a big inspiration on my life. Like, it's his sauce, like, dripping, like, fashion, the way he speak and everything. You feel me? Like, if he, if he don't say it, I'm going to say it for him because it's just like, when I hear him, I hear a lot of James Brown. Like, it's a lot of soul in the sauce. Right. Soul. Right. You feel me? Like, with the way you deliver it. Like, if it comes from the, hey, the ooey, like, it's, it's <laughs> sauce. It's, it's soul. It's everything. It's all about your delivery. And, you know, shout out my nigga Sauce Walker. You feel me? The whole TSF gang. All of them. You feel me? And it, it's, it's just, that's where it all stems from. Right. Do you feel like in today's rap, is more focused on um, like ad libbing and, and and giving your own um, you know imprint on on a, on rap, or do you think it's more about lyrics and and things like that? It ain't about lyrics no more. Cause if it was if it was about lyrics, I would have been on like four or five years ago. So mm. since it wasn't about the lyrics anymore, it's not it's not competition. It's about who's dripping in the latest fashion. Who can talk that shit the most? You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like it's just on how you express yourself in the sauce way. That's the way I feel about it. That's how I deliver my music. If it ain't about sauce, then I don't know what we talking about. But like lyrics, like that's out the window. Don't nobody really got. There's a lot of people still trying to keep up with the lyrics, but it ain't about the lyrics no more. Like if you go back like maybe six, seven years ago, maybe it was about lyrics, but. This day and age is about who got the most sauce. Is that also influenced like your uh, your favorite rappers or like your all time list? Does it change depending on you know the it criteria you just gave? It it, it mm. depends on what type of beat I'm doing. Like if it's some like some old school shit, I'm gonna give you some lyrics. If it's like some new age trap shit, I'm gonna give you some sauce. I ain't gonna give you no trap shit. I'm gonna give you some sauce, right, right. but I'm gonna give you my sauce the way I see it. You feel me? So, so, like, who was your favorite, you know, like, 
rapper of all time or artist in general? Master P. Mm. No Limit Soldiers, uh, Master P, Mr. Cool, Silk the Shocker, and like a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So they definitely in my top top 10 right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like all time. Yeah, I definitely see the influence in your music kind of sort out, being hype. You know, the mystical, like you said, you spoke earlier, you get inspiration from Mystical and James mm-hmm. Brown. I can see all that in your music. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, like I said, I, I somebody, I was in the studio like two, three weeks ago and somebody told me I sound like Mystical. And I was just listening to, uh, this is a track called Danger. And like his energy and the way he, you know, presents his voice, his vocals, it's just mm-hmm. like... I can see the similarities in my music as far as like James Brown, Mystical, and Sauce Walker. Do you see yourself like in another field? Like, I know you spoke earlier about it earlier, but do you like, is that like, you want to always be in rap or do you want to like separate yourself from it? I mean, no, like, I'm involved in all lanes. You feel me? Like, I don't care if it's trap, I don't care if it's sauce, I don't care if I'm talking, like, what people don't know, like, I can talk some shit about some females, like, vocal. You feel me? Like, I'm talking about doing stuff with a female, you feel me? I can get real detailed about it. I got a song called Explicit with uh, Monio, like, a lot of females like that. And I haven't really been putting out a lot of female music because I've been trying to reach the streets, too. You feel me? Like, I can come up with some shit to reach the females, like, any day, you feel me, but like that lane with the females, that's the lane that I'm really in. If we really want to talk about it, you feel me, like the ladies love when I talk that shit for them. What's your thoughts on like the independent grind versus like signing to a label? Like, would you would you sign to a label if I'm actually right? signed? I'm actually signed to a label now, Luxury Music Group out of Los Angeles, California. Um, but being independent is just like it's tough. Like, I had to work a nine to five to get where I'm at now, like, save money and, like, studio time. Like, like, there's, like, places I performed at, I had to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my manager, we had to pay for that. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I had my own promotional tour at ATL. You can't just show up at ATL and not, you know, have no, shit you ain't can't. pay for, you know, you ain't pay for, like, to get where you want to go. You gotta pay for that shit. So I invested over twenty thousand since twenty sixteen, like over twenty thousand. Matter of fact, I'm probably over fifty thousand now. I mean, video shoots, wardrobe, uh-huh. um, club appearances, like shit like that. Like everything that I did, it cost money. Nothing was free. Nothing was ever given to me. So I had to work for it. You feel what I'm saying? Everything you gotta do, you gotta invest in yourself. So when you go on independent. You gotta really invest in yourself. But when you sign to a label, you feel me? The label gonna take care of a few things and stuff like that. But at the same time, you when the label moving slow, you still gotta invest in yourself. So that's the position I'm in now. Is there any restrictions like within that label, or like you free to like do do what you want? Like as far as tomorrow, right now, right now I'm free to do what I want. So if I want to go like do a show today or tomorrow or something like that, I'm free to do it and get it back from it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I want to go ahead and put out my own music, you feel me? I can do that. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm a, I'm a pitch it to the label like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. You feel me? It's either you're going to be okay with it or it's going to be whatever type shit. You feel me? Yeah, you, spoke, uh, you just said he geared towards the ladies and all that. How does that affect, like, 
home with your, with your lady, you know what I mean? She don't be upset about that? Well, I was already doing this shit before I had a girl, you feel what I'm saying? So it's a respect thing, you feel me? Like, that's my crap, like music, you feel me? Just the lane that I'm in, so I've been doing it, so... You, it's like certain shit I can't do and certain shit I can do. You feel me? Like, as long as y'all got understanding yeah, everything. You feel me? Because it's just like if I do like if I do some sexy shit with a female, it's a limit. Like, oh, you can't be touching up on me and shit like that. Like, I, I had the same similar situation with LL Cool J, and I still haven't dropped the video. I did the I did a remake to doing it well. I still ain't dropped it yet because you feel me? Situation I got going on home, so it's just like. I can't drop that shit. Right, yeah, right. true, true. Me, so, you know what I mean? It's bound to be. It's a dope ass video, too. Yeah, it's definitely dope. But, um, I, you know, certain shit, you feel me? I can't do certain shit. You, it's, it's a respect thing, you feel me? So, I respect my girl, my girl gonna respect me, and I'm gonna do respectful shit. That's what's then, you know, in a relationship with my girl. And she should also probably understand, like, it's just a business. You yeah, know it's what just mean? a business. Uh, it ain't nothing else but business, and it's gonna generate some money. Right. Yeah, so I appreciate you coming through, man. Sure. You um shout out your uh your Instagram, social media is on. IG George Gambino underscore Twitter, George Gambino underscore Facebook, George Gambino, Snapchat, George Gambino, all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, my mixtape Spinrilla, George Gambino. Um Jerona's King at um on IG, same as Facebook, same as Snapchat. Jerona's King. Definitely follow us. We on the move. We we moving. We working. You got any, season. Uh, anybody else y'all wanna shout out? Show love. Four mm. one no go get her. My videographer, TTO underscore Reggie Street, Lil Taso Swag, O Double M Philly, the DMD crew, the Twos. Um, anybody else I'm forgetting, I mean, you know I fuck with you, you know George Gambino in the building, Leo Lyrics, uh, Joey Bucks. Bucks, Joey Bucks, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of niggas we fucking with out here, so if I forgot you, just know I'm fucking with you. Period. Said it. Well, I'm Norman Fang. I'm King Ransom. And this man from Ransom.